Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Massachusetts, Heartland of America. Find us anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. Um, not really using the socials for the time being. Um, I'm still on Instagram um, until I'm not at underscore I am Canvas Sativa. All right, let's get to it. Um, so this is from WVUA23.com. Um, update Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission receives 94 applications. So let's get to it. Update the Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission AMCC received 94 applications for medical cannabis businesses, business licenses by its deadline of Friday, December 30th. The, co- the commission received the following number of applications by license type 12, and I mean 12 cultivator applications, 12 processor applications, 18 dispensary applications, 11 secure transporter applications, three state testing laboratory applications, 38 integrated facility applications. More than 60 municipalities or counties, including Greene County, Northport, and the city of Tuscaloosa. No, excuse me. Tuscaloosa have passed ordinances allowing medical marijuana dispensaries to set up businesses. Other applications are reviewed. Once the applications are reviewed, the commission can award up to 12 cultivator licenses, four processor licenses, four dispensary licenses, five integrated facility licenses, and an unspecified number of secure transport and state sanctioned testing laboratory licenses. Quote, applicants have provided plans for production, business operations, facilities, and security, to name a few as part of their application, explained Commission Chairman and Oncologist Dr. Stephen Stokes. Although reviewing these competitive applications is a huge undertaking, we will continue to move forward in implementing a fair and robust process that makes public health and safety a top priority. Tuscaloosa businessman Stan Pete told WVUA 23 News that he applied for a license to operate medical marijuana and a, and a medical marijuana process. I mean, excuse me. Tuscaloosa businessman Stan P- Pate told WVUA News that he applied for a license to operate a medical marijuana processing or, excuse me, manufacturing plant. He already invested 750000 into the venture. Pate said if his state application is approved he he'd get a license allowing him to grow possess extract and sell medical marijuana he's optimistic that he will be rewarded a license quote i certainly feel really really good about my engagement discussion with the city council Pate said yes this is why this is why local politics is so darn important so darn important keep your politicians in check and also if you ever if your state does legalize medical or adult use Guess who you have to go to in order to even get your medical uh, or adult use business off the ground. You're going to have to get approval by your city council and your may, maybe not the mayor, but the city council. You're going to have to let them know. And they're going to have to like city councils. They're going to have to approve of, of, of medical or adult use stores of being in that area or it's not going to be in that area legally. This is why it's so important to engage in your local politics. And I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say that I'm blue in the face. I've had a lot of positive experiences to the idea of me seeking a medical marijuana license. The review, evaluation, and scoring applications will serve as the basis of the commission's decisions regarding the award of licenses. The determination will 
be reached based on the merits of each application as expressed by ranked score. The commission has engaged the University of South Alabama to establish teams of academic evaluators and other qualified individuals to review, evaluate, and score license applications. Quote, the commission spent much of 2022 laying out the groundwork for Alabama's medical cannabis industry by drafting rules and regulations, obtaining software tracking systems, and developing the business applications, said Director John McMillan. Quote, we are excited to utilize the strong framework we put together to implement a safe and operational medical cannabis industry as we move into 2023. Tate said the location of his facility would be a Former spandex, oh man, oh, okay. Former spandex plant on in Industrial Park Drive in Tuscaloosa. If you look at some of the data about how people feel about marijuana today, that's overwhelming support, certainly within the state of Alabama and nationwide, Pate said. The Alabama Medical Cannabis Association, AMCA, recently released a poll that shows 79% of respondents are in favor of legal medical cannabis and 9% are against it. Under Alabama Act, 2021-450, physicians may recommend medical cannabis to patients who have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder, cancer-related pain or nausea, Crohn's disease, depression, epilepsy, or other conditions causing seizures, HIV-AIDS-related nausea or weight loss, panic disorder, Parkinson's disease, persistent nausea, PTSD, sickle cell anemia, spasticity associated with multiple sclerosis or spinal cord industry, injury, excuse me, Tourette's syndrome, a terminal illness or conditions causing chronic or intractable pain. Radio cannabis products may be recommended to patients that include tablets, capsules, tinctures, gelatinous cubes, gels, oils, and creams for topical use, suppositories, transdermal patches, nebulizers, or vape cards, I'm guessing, uh, or liquids or oils for use in an inhaler. Raw plant materials, which again, the, the, the good people at Alabama will continue putting pressure on these these fossils and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to play ball. But raw plant materials, products administered by smoking or vaping, or food products such as cookies and candies will not be allowed yet. The commission's next meeting is scheduled for January 12th at 1 p.m. Licenses are scheduled to be awarded at its meeting on June 12th. All right. So the commission meeting is January 12th at 1 p.m. And the licenses are scheduled to be rewarded at its meeting on June 12th. So there you go, folks. End of article. You can't get smokable flour and edibles yet. When, when, when West Virginia first signed their medical, they went that same route. Oh, you, you, you can't have no smokable forms. You can't have no vaporizable forms. But, you know, people kept, people kept talking. People kept making a stink. And, and that stopped. Maybe, M maybe MSO setting up shop there helped because it would make it easier. It would make it easier for these MSOs, I guess. But um, I definitely think the people letting their voices be known helped. But yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to add. Um, hopefully those, those, those facilities open up in a timely manner and um, keep it pushing. Um, and, and, Happy start to this new year of 2023. We're, we're on our we're on our fifth year now. Enough for me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn, Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I'm Canvas Sativa and on Patreon at bit.ly slash 2NJMSHN. Peace out, ciao, and stay medicated.